A young woman was addicted to cocaine. She got into the habit very early in life and, and stuck with it for long enough that it was doing some considerable damage. But, but thankfully, with the help of her family, with the help of getting into a church and some nice relationships there, she, she broke the habit. And she was going along really, really well until her mother died unexpectedly. And then feeling crushed by what had happened to her. She tried to get back to something that she knew made her feel good, at least temporarily in the past. And so she called up one of the dealers that she used to get cocaine from. And she said, she said, I, I need some cocaine. And what, you know, can, can you hook me up with some cocaine? And he said, he said, no, I can't do it. And she said, well, well, why not? And he just said, he said, I'm, I'm, I can't do it. I'm not going to give you cocaine. And she said, do you not have any? And he said, no, I, I have, I have some. I'm just, I'm not going to give it to you. And she really pushed and said, this is, you know, you know how this is supposed to work. I call you, you have the supply. I give you the money and you give, and you give me the drugs. That's how this works. And he said, I'm not going to do it. And she kept pushing and kept pushing until finally he said, I'm not going to do it because your dad came. After your mom died, it seems that your dad thought that you might do this again. And so he went around town to every drug dealer he could find and he looked them in the face and he said, if you sell my daughter cocaine, I am going to kill you. And the drug dealer said to the young woman over the phone, and I believe him. I'm not going to sell you that cocaine. And he didn't. And she never ended up getting any because, in large part, it felt really good to have someone in her life that she could trust to look out for her like that. But if you've been abused, you might begin to wonder if you will ever find someone like that. Because you probably, at one point, trusted someone. You thought that they were going to protect you you thought that they were going to be good to you. You thought that they were going to be there for you. You thought that they were going to look out for your life. But they didn't. They didn't. You gave them your trust and they left you broken. And maybe that's happened so often or over such a long period of time that now you wonder if there, you'll ever find anyone out there that you can ever trust again. Anyone that you know for certain is going to be there for you no matter what it will cost them. Well, there's one. There's at least one person that the Bible describes feeling the same way about you as that father felt about his daughter. It's in Isaiah 35, where Isaiah is told, Say to those with fearful hearts, Don't be afraid. Your God will come. He will come with a vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. <laughs> a, great, a great picture of, of what that dad was doing for the daughter. And what it's saying is that God cares about what's been done to you. And it makes him sick. And it makes him angry. He wants it to stop. And it compels him to take action. And so he comes. He comes into this broken world. 
and he becomes broken. So that you can walk through the rest of your life knowing that one day you will be completely healed of everything. And he already did it. He already came. So that you could know there's at least one person that you can always trust to be there for you when you need him. And I want to encourage you to not give up so quickly the hope of ever finding another individual on this planet that you might trust one day. You're right to be cautious after what's been done to you. You're right to be skeptical. But there are people out there who will care for you. And I wish I could tell you, well, it's the people who know God's word and it's the people who can quote the Bible and it's the people who go to church, but sometimes those are the ones who actually do the abuse. Because for some of you, the Bible has actually been used to make the pain worse. If somebody has ever said to you, you know, you're supposed to submit to me. You know, you're supposed to forgive. The Bible says so. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And of course, the Bible does say those things. But often the people who are saying them, they're using them in the same way that Satan used the Bible when he was trying to tempt Jesus in the wilderness. He wasn't trying to help Jesus. He was just trying to get what he wanted. And so there's a difference. And as you go forward in life, trusting God, and also looking for other individuals to trust, pay attention to a couple of things. Pay attention not only to how they say those verses, to how they speak God's word to you, to the tone of their voice, that they can look at you in the eyes and say, don't be afraid. It almost sounds like God himself is speaking it to you but also pay attention to how they follow up with it. And you can be cautious here too. And you can be patient. And you can hold back from giving them your trust until you come to the conclusion that they deserve it. You'll know when that's the case. It's when you finally feel safe when somebody speaks God's word to you. And God trusts you to do that too. He believes in you. He understands you. He will guide you. I pray that you find so many relationships that point you to the comfort of God's word. And until then, I'm grateful that our God is always looking out for you. If you or someone you know is suffering from abuse, Please go to timeofgrace.org backslash abuse to find more resources and information for getting help.